Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Do You Say Anime, I am your host Peter, and on today's episode, the gang and I will be reviewing the 2016 cult classic Drifters. Joining me today, my co-host, lovely co-host with so much things to say, Johnny. Johnny, how's it going? Yes, well this time I actually have some stuff to say, because uh, as you all know, I'm 12 years old, now since it's June, I no longer have school, so that's a win for me. Yep. And also, I got a haircut because, you know, it's been two months since I got one, and I started to look like Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> so I, I had to get that change sorted out. And yeah, so about Drifters, I'm going to say a lot about the show afterwards, but I just want to say this is the second anime I've seen that's had Nazis in it, so that's interesting. And congratulations for graduating sixth grade, Johnny. Uh, joining you, us as you. our other co-host, we got Kat. Kat, how's it going? What's up? Uh, I'm doing all right. I've actually got something to say. It's been God knows how long since I've actually had something to say. So, Drifters has been a ride, and I've concluded that um, this is a slightly better version of the show that I completely detest, called Baki. <laughs> and honestly, when I thought about it just by itself, it was hard to suffer through. And then I remembered, I can watch Baki. And then the rest of the show just kind of passed by so easily. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all for me. Yeah, it's not Baki, so it's it's bad. It's not bad. Uh, joining us, I believe this is the second time we have Fire Rifle. Rifle, how's it going, buddy? Doing real good, especially with this show. <laughs> yes, Rifle is the one who uh, his. I'll say like his pressure was the one that made me want to nominate it. Also. I wanted to nominate the show because I thought it was getting a second season. It was confirmed for a second season, and that tweet has since been deleted. So we'll see if it gets a second season. But um, our first moderator of the night, we have Mr. Miles himself. Miles, how's it going? How's it going? Um, as Mr. Prob said in the 14th overall on the Billboard Hot 100 chart song from 2013, Waves, I'm slowly drifting, drifting away. And I wish Drifters would drift away from my memory. But sadly, I think we're stuck with it. We're slowly drifting, drifting away. Wave after wave. Beautiful wave miles. Wave after wave. <laughs> I'm slowly drifting. <laughs> and our second and last moderator of the night, the starting point guard for the San Antonio Spurs, Mr. Patty Mills himself. Pat, Pat, how's it going? Oh, we're going back this bit. All right, yeah, it's good. Are oh, you yeah, not Patty Mills anymore? Well, no, I didn't. It stopped for a few weeks, I thought. Um, <laughs> I know the off season's been good. I've been uh, training hard, just getting ready to um, play that basketball, as all the the basketball players say. That's know, what they say in basketball. Yep. Fans. Yep. Well, I mean, I would know out of anyone here. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, Drifters was a show that I wish I enjoyed more of. Like, or I wish I enjoyed more. But uh, considering you know the topic matter is like my jam, but. Uh, I don't know, I just could not stop thinking like, oh, wow, this is like worse fate in my eyes. I was just like, I don't know, I, and, and I'm not even the biggest fate fan either, so there we go. Um, but yeah, so I guess, uh, and last, of course, we got Pete himself ready to uh, host us and, and talk us through our anime club and introduce, say hello, Pete, why not? You know, oh, hey, know? everybody, my name's Pete. Um, I really like talking anime, and yeah. I'm really excited to talk about Drifters today. Are you really? Oh, perfect. All I right. actually am. I I I'm going to be the I'm going to be the ping to your pong, so Perfect. Well yeah, oh yeah. Well again, I'm not fully negative on it, but we'll see. Uh again, we'll see. Let's uh let's get right into it. So first off, uh 
Oilers, uh, keep in mind as you do your introductions or our normal, uh, you know, check-in, uh, first impressions, keep it spoiler-free outside of the first three episodes. Um, again, this show, God, when, when was it aired? In 2016, 2015? 2016. 2016. 2016. It has a sub and a dub, I'm pretty sure, right? Didn't it? I, I'm pretty sure it got a dub as well. Yeah. I watched the sub sure myself. Did. I watched um, the dub. You watched the dub. Okay, so maybe that I watched really interesting. The dub was really good. Oh, it was? Okay, well, that's yeah. say, well, maybe that's why you hated it. But um, No, it was like okay. the best part of it. All right, well, yeah. then, uh, well, I guess we'll get to that in, in our first impressions. So, Miles, why don't you start us out? Sure. Uh, I had no idea what to expect um, from Drifters. Um, Pete nominated it uh, a couple times. And, I, I mean, I remember kind of looking at it and being like, eh, I don't, I don't care. And so then I never voted for it, ever. Um but unfortunately, the people did speak, and we were forced to watch it. And so, you know, I tried to go in with an open mind. It started off pretty cool. There was like a samurai dude, and he was he was fighting people. Um, and I don't know. I was super bored. Like the first three or four episodes. I'm not. I'm not like an action guy. I really don't care about like fight scenes or like people yelling at the, at the screen. So. Um, it, it was not for me. I, I don't think I would recommend this to people. Um, I don't know. What I'll say is that if, if you, if you watch these episodes and you're like that Miles guy, I like his taste in anime. We're pretty similar. Don't watch Drifters. If you, I don't know, always think that Miles guy, his opinion sucks. Maybe give it a go. Cause people tend to seem to like the show it's relatively high rated on mal so you know i'm not gonna say it's awful like inherently yeah. but it, it was not for me i so. was shocked how highly rated it was after the the mixed reviews that it got um you know first impressions that we were doing in our own you know pre-show banter and stuff so um so yeah so if you tend to agree with miles then then yeah this may not be the show for you um cat why don't you go next so for me, I'd literally just been to the show today. Um, <laughs> uh, just letting you know how much of a procrastinator I am. Uh, but I was looking at a lot of our like a lot of our pre-show banners before today and seeing first impressions and how they liked the show and whether they didn't like the show, stuff like that. And I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna. I don't really know how how it's gonna go. Uh, then I watched the first episode and saw that it was needlessly cryptic. Maybe it's because I am, maybe it's because I don't really know too much about Japanese history that uh, I felt like it was going to be uh, a little bit less cryptic and I was going to get more out of it. But I think it, I think one of the major flaws for me was that it wasn't, it wasn't assuming that you knew about these characters uh it was assuming that it was assuming that you knew about these characters rather than assuming that you wouldn't know about these characters and telling you a little bit of backstory uh and for me that kind of like threw me off a little bit especially with the historical aspect of it maybe that's just me maybe i just like to have my hand held through historical anime uh but yeah, All right. well, I can say as someone who knows a lot about this kind of kind of Japanese history and that these eras, uh, I was just as confused and lost as you were in the first few episodes. So, so don't worry, right. you are not alone. So that's a that's a common or a, yeah. an understandable feeling that you could have had for sure, um, but, especially if you know nothing about it. So there you go. 
overall, I would not really recommend it because that isn't that isn't really just personal gripe. It's also a gripe for people who may not have you know paid attention in his story in history class. But um, also, like for me personally, this is not the only gripe I have to the show, and I would not recommend it because although it does get better throughout the rest of the show, better does not mean good. I think that's fair. That's a that's a very good point. Um, all right, Johnny, what have you got? All right, so about the about the criticism that the first few parts were confusing. When I was watching the first episode, I had I actually had to exit out to make sure I was watching Drifters because I was so confused <laughs> by the start. I'm like, what is this? Like, this wasn't what I thought it was. But besides that, I agree. Some parts were confusing, but there were there were actually some things that I did like. First of all, like. I think the fight scenes, they did what they needed to. They weren't, like, the best, but, like, they were cool. They didn't make me bored. I was kind of invested in the story. I, f- I thought it was pretty neat. Although, yeah, some parts were confusing, but, like, this is, like, the kind of show where, like, you don't... You can pay attention to it, but, like, you don't have to. You could just watch, like, just turn on monkey brain mode and just watch the cool fights. And, yeah, so, so like, if you... If, in terms of I would recommend this, I would say that, like, if you just want to spend, like, five hours of your life doing something because you had nothing else better to do, and, and I mean, like, sure, like, it's a great time waster, just watch cool fights and stuff, but, like, if you're looking for, like, a masterpiece or something, then I, you probably want to look somewhere else. Uh, yeah, no, I think that that's a, a good point that you made about, like, uh, good fight like again you you generally speaking liked the fights and yeah, turning on monkey braid that that's a good way to put it too i think because uh I, yeah i noticed that once i stopped paying like super super close attention to the show once i stopped pausing every 30 seconds or two minutes or whatever i started to enjoy it a little bit more as well yeah um, i think i think this is like the kind of show where i think it's honestly more fun if you don't pay attention to the plot and just like accept that it's dumb and just enjoy mm-hmm. it for what it is yeah yeah and it totally makes sense that that's not something that Miles normally likes. So there we go. Um, I think the plot gets okay towards the end. I think that's part of it. I think that once they establish everything in their extremely roundabout kind of way, they start building off of it in a way that is relatively satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, at least so in my opinion. Long, it takes a very long time to get they, there. Yeah, they don't do a great job of setting the, the foundation for it. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. I, I, I would be inclined to agree. Uh, Rifle, what have you got? Yeah, so uh, I've seen this anime quite a few times, so I'm quite biased on it. Uh, When I first started it, of course, I missed a lot of stuff. I do agree that there are bits and pieces you won't really understand. It delves into that historical aspect. But as Johnny said, I think the main takeaway from this show is how different it is from your normal isekais. Because people wouldn't think of this as an isekai when they watch it. Uh, They appreciate it for its art style and, of course, the action. Throughout the entire show, I just like the natural progression of introducing new ideas to this world compared to other isekai, where they just instantly make stuff in one episode. I think that's fair. Yeah, they they definitely spend a lot more time on the characters figuring out the world that they're in, I think. That, that's a very good point. Uh, Pete, what have you got? So for me, if for in terms of recommendations, and I, I threw this out a lot in the Discord, sick plug, um, if you like 
the movie The Fast and the Furious, you will like Drifters. Is what I was like. I think it's like a really fair comparison. So this show is not going to blow my mind in terms of the writing, the screenplay, uh, the characters, or anything like that. But what is going to blow me away is how much fun I'm going to have with this show. I thought Drifters was an absolute blast. It was just so over-the-top, ridiculous, silly that I was just going along with the flow. Uh, kind of like what Johnny said, if you're looking for a masterpiece, this ain't it. But I think if you're looking for like a good time, if you're like a shonen bro, I think you're really going to enjoy this style of like isekai. I think it's a very different style of isekai. A lot of fights that end up in death, which was uh, I, I enjoyed that aspect. Maybe not the cast, but um, everybody else. And I had a really good time. It was it was a fun watch. Yeah, I think that that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it is definitely very, very different from most isekai. Um, I definitely agree with that. Uh, for me, I uh, that stuff at least that people haven't said yet, I really like the character design of the show. Um, I'm a big history guy, too. Um, and I don't know, again, I wa- maybe, I, maybe I just wanted more, um, more from the show, but the characters that they did choose to bring in were really fun. Uh, again... I am not fully sold on the show because I think that there's a lot of potential that they left on the table by the end of it. And we can get into that a little bit more as we actually talk about the show itself. So I'd say for recommendation purposes, I would not recommend this show myself um, unless you're like Pete said, you're really into Shonen fights or you really, again, you're looking for something to turn your brain off and just watch and, and be entertained. Cause I, I do agree that there's a lot of like entertainment value here, but for me, uh because i was expecting more or wanting more i was left frustrated rather than entertained i guess uh if that makes sense but yeah so uh going forward we will have spoilers for the show beyond the first few episodes so uh if you want to pause us and come back to us later go ahead um you know (laughs) show did not pass by our normal standards of recommendations but that doesn't mean that uh people still won't enjoy it um but yeah let's let's get right into the discussion so um miles did you have any uh talking points that you wanted to bring up um you know i i thought we could talk about a few things um one thing that i wanted to discuss with you in particular and also everyone was like how they use the historical elements um of the show because I did a lot of reading for this show because mm-hmm. I, I needed to figure out who everyone was, especially the the Japanese figures, because I don't know a lot about Japanese history. Um, you know, the, you know, Joan of Arc, uh, Gaia, Gilles del Reyes, I don't know how to say it in French or like Frenchly. Um, Frenchly, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Rasputin, Anastasia, a Hitler. You know, I know who these people are. Um, Jesus. Uh, Bush Cassidy, Jesus, Jesus is yeah. in there. That's another thing that I want to talk about at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, making Jesus your main antagonist is a choice I, I that was made. Why it's so hard to watch the uh, show in the West. <laughs> and Man, uh, I can't put my mm, finger on why it is I, so hard. The thing is that I think Jesus is show. like super correct with his decisions. Like they yeah. make him look really evil, but. I don't think he's doing anything wrong. That's another thing we can talk he about. He gave a dragon cancer, but you know, well, the dragon the, was evil. The dragon had it coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it also was but, a great source of bronze. So I, but I wanted to make sure, you know, from someone who I know knows more history than I do, you know, and has more in depth, at least for some of these things 
that um that they just kind of very very like surface level did some stuff with the characters and the depth wasn't actually about their character that much like yeah I googled like Hannibal dementia Hannibal forgetfulness like I tried to see if he died because his like memory was failing him or anything and that's just not a real thing he killed himself after he lost a war um and you know so I tried to figure out why the characters were the way they were based off of the their historical selves and other than the Japanese characters I think that there was a lot of misses on that part but I I don't know enough about Japanese history to know if like the way of Bushido super honorable samurai stuff is accurate or just like a meme. I have no idea. Um, uh, so well, yeah. So that that tends to be uh, like what they when they were talking about the Bushido that that was relatively accurate. But so I would definitely be inclined to agree with you, where the like you said surface level levels of like knowledge about these characters and of course it's really hard to write about or to make a tell a story about historical characters especially ones like oda who's 400 years old or joan of arc who's just as old like all these characters that all we know about them are what are what are written down about them you know they're not people it's not like someone like uh i don't know just top of my head like elvis who we could look back at and see his mannerisms and see how he speaks and the way he acts and because we have documentation like we have video proof and you know our grandparents can tell us how they were these people are so much older that we we only know what of the myths and the legends of them so you do have to have some like creativity and some uh some of your own spice i guess you will to these characters right most of the time but i did not feel like in general they they hit very hard with these characters they felt like a an excuse to have a character like this or a character with oda's uh general mannerisms or history rather than actually wanting to use that specific character. If that means it, does that, that makes it like a Western example that I thought was weird was Anastasia and Rasputin being aligned with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, where Rasputin is like pretty directly tied to the fall of the Romanovs and like a very heavy way. And that led to Anastasia being murdered Right. Well, it was a complete change of, yeah, like ideology and and political. Yeah, you know, but part of the reason that the, uh, I guess, like whatever Stalin's rebellion, the Red Army, the Red Rebellion sort of thing, I don't know what the historical term for it is, gained so much traction is because lots of people thought Rasputin was fucking the Tsarist and that like Alexander looked weak because of that. And there was like a lot of like political jockeying around that and it was really one it was weird that anastasia wasn't like seven um yeah (laughs) two the archer guy died when he was like 48 and he was like a 19 year old femboy in this not that that's like wrong to have as a character but it's i don't know it was just all really weird to me though yeah it is like yeah (laughs) um i mean it's not wrong to have like that archetype is what i'm saying it's just weird to give it to like some guy who was apparently a fat samurai like, you know, like that, that was the weird thing. Um, I don't know. What, what did everyone else think about the historical stuff? Like, I think that there's something enjoyable about having this like backdrop and you don't have to go super deep into it. And, but I just did. And I think I found that disappointing. Yeah. Johnny, what have you got? Yeah. So I, so I want to compare the show to fate because like, that's like 
the other show that everyone yeah, the most obvious comparisons to make yeah right? like the most Especially like the most no. obvious possible comparison but no, I mean. but that's a good one though it's a great comparison so like I for example in, like in fate a lot of the characters they use are also like super old it's like some it's like i wonder who's like gilgamesh you know like yes that is quite old super old <laughs> But it's like from that sto- from the stories, you can kind of see what kind of personality a person like that would have based on their actions. You know, it's like you can kind of tell what kind of person they are. Do you see what I'm? Do you see what yeah. I'm trying to get at? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's what this show could have done. It's like based on their actions and life, you can create a person based on that. And I feel like this show sometimes, like, I feel like maybe some of the characters did it again. Like, my historical knowledge isn't that good. But it's like it could have been a lot better, you know. Yeah. Well, there's so many iterations of Oda in anime, like Oda yeah. Nobunaga, that it's just like it's so, and they're all different. It's crazy. Like, he, he has a lot of. Does he have stories about him? In anime, he does. He has one where he gets reincarnated as a freaking. As a dog. dog. Yeah. As no, a I mean, dog. Like, no, but I mean, like in actual world history. Like, is there like a lot of information? He, about he's him? a pretty. Yeah, he's a pretty well known figure. I would Who say he's this? like it's like George Washington. Oda. Uh, like, oh Oda, yeah, Oda has a giant Wikipedia page. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but like in general too, though, like he's like the same level of like historical importance as like let's say like George Washington is for the United States. Not necessarily in like the. Because he did not unite the people by any means, or at least not peacefully. Like Washington there was an attempt. Did. There was an attempt, <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, but obviously he also wasn't like a um. He wasn't just like some random, I don't know, president or a random person. Like he was. Well, he is easily one of the most notable people in Japanese history, especially from that era. But Kat, go ahead. So personally, when it comes to the uh, historical aspect of it, uh, I have a lot of issues with like. So for a lot of the uh, Japanese characters, like the uh, the Japanese fire pilot, uh, that feels like it was it was more brought from World War II in order to uh, in order to kind of carry on that kind of like World War II kind of history thing uh, that they had going on lately. Uh, but they also had uh, like a lot of the uh, a lot of the Warring States era uh, characters from, you know, that era, uh, both like Nabinaga and stuff like that. But um, other than that, it felt like they were just trying to bring in people that um, that really were either either didn't matter or were just kind of picked from history as some of the biggest names that they could find. Uh, not going to say didn't matter. Uh, people that were just had big names and they just kind of like plucked them, saw their ages and stuff like that. And we're just like, Hey, we're going to give you this personality. We're going to give you this trope from anime. And we're just going to say, Hey, fuck it. Um, and personally, I like in some ways that's kind of funny, but I don't think the way that they executed it here, it, it was because it was a little bit more like, I, I don't, I don't know. Just, uh, just one of the things that ended up happening in the show was that later on in the show, I forget what what the dude's name is, the dude that uh, dresses like a geisha or like a woman. Uh, and that's the count, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He, like him saying a lot of like Nazi sympathize, like sympathizing, at least parallel 
like dialogue just didn't really sit well with me. And also like, I don't know. I just, I just couldn't get along with like a lot of the stuff that was going on. I I agree with that. It was weird, Pete. Sorry, do you because because he is the count character. He's based off a German character, so I felt like that kind of made sense, though. Like, I mean, it it might have made sense, but it doesn't make me feel any better about it. It was he was he died in seventeen something yeah seventeen eighty four. He wouldn't have been a Nazi sympathizer at all. Uh, That's he could have been. He could have been. Ideas could have. I mean. Maybe the ideas existed back then, but obviously yeah, yeah. the Nazi Party didn't come to be until well into the 1900s. Like you know, um, I don't know. It it that one was also as someone who yeah, <laughs> that was my area of study too for most of my history classes. There's, there's a, and yeah. stuff like that. Like I don't know. That was that was a little sketch. I I agree. I was just like, what what is this character like? Why <laughs> why, why I just, is he like yeah, this? I, I don't know. I thought it was weird to like, and I understand it's made in Japan, right? Yep. So like yeah. They're obviously going to have a very different view of World War II than we are. And, like, I understand that. But there was, like, th- like the Axis bros, like, yeah. shape, you know <laughs> what I mean? was pretty yeah. funny, honestly. Do- doing the thing. and it, But it's just, like, I don't know. You were, it, it like... Was, it felt like it was forced. It felt like it was just there for, like... That's the thing. I, mean, I don't know. I think it's, show. like, weird. And, and, yeah, that's... An, I that's try to have say, an appropriate yeah. amount of shame for, like, all the fucked up shit America's done. You know what I mean? It would sort of be like if Andrew Jackson was, like, like a cool character in a in a anime or whatever. I'd be like, that's kind of weird. You know? Like, I, I don't know <laughs> how comfortable I would be about it. <laughs> uh, Andrew Jackson, yeah, was... Did a lot of bad things. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. I, I guess I, I would expect. In I shouldn't have. I mean, I know enough about Japanese culture to know that I shouldn't have. I would have expected someone who was upset because they couldn't be a kamikaze bomber to be portrayed not positively. But you know, can I, can I kind of bank off of what Cat was saying? But it's kind of yeah. like in the opposite light where. I love the fact that it seems like they just wrote down a bunch of names of like historical figures or not even real figures in this case and um, put them in a hat and then they just drew a name out of a hat and they open it up. It's like, all right, we got Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid and Hannibal. It's just like, what? Like, what does this have to do with anything? With it? And I love that aspect of the show because the show is like presented in a way where it's like silly and like th- there's a lot of like co- like um, comedic um, like scenes where they with, when they interact with each other where like the art completely changes and it's just like this like I hate those scenes. I love I, those scenes. I hate what and they did to him. I didn't like those scenes. And it's just like they they have these like it's like set up where it's like I'm not supposed to take this seriously. It is very it is presented very quickly that I should not be taking this show seriously and I didn't. And I think that was like a huge thing of like how I kept going with it and I, I kept having like fun with the show can I, can I be, because I'm still talking and 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 they like how they present like these like silly interactions with each other makes it more fun when I get introduced to Butch Cassidy and Hannibal riding in a cart together and trying to escape dragons. I'm like, what is happening? Like this show makes no fucking sense and I love it. Like I don't know. To me, like that was like what I really enjoyed about the show. I'm not looking for a history lesson. I'm looking for like some stupid shit and I got stupid shit. But here's the thing, because I want Johnny wanted to go next. Sorry, Cat, and then we can we can bounce to you. So like, 
what you're saying about like just literally picking random historical characters yes out of a hat yes see definitely and like i i hate i hate doing this but i'm gonna compare to fate again i mean that's a very fair comparison so like i feel like this in this anime it's they picked a bunch of characters and they made a story from a bunch of random characters and i love that yeah but like (laughs) But, like, imagine if it was, like, a structure story based on, like, specific characters. I would love that as well. And how they interact with each other. That makes yes. Sense. So, like, for example, like, in fact, you have, like, Alexander the Great versus, like, King Arthur. It's like, both of these characters are, like, the interaction between those historical figures. Yes. Is, like, amazing. It's because, of, like, the way their characters mesh and, like, how they interact with each other. Yeah. Different ideals. But they're, like, in this story, it... In, in, in drifters it doesn't really have any of that yeah and fate is it's, a better fate is a better show because of that but it's still like yeah, exactly it's still like um oh like really weird example uh if you've ever seen like the scary movies i thought scary movie one was great i thought like scary movie four was like a p- pile of dog shit but like there's still like funny parts about like scary movie four that i enjoy this is kind of like what drifters is drifters is scary movie four and fate is scary movie it's just like i'm taking the elements that i enjoy from these stylish shows and like, having the enjoyment of it but it's not like this masterpiece of like well-written creativity like fate is it's just like fucking ad-lib the anime and i am okay with that like so like this is fate of bridge basically yeah that's fine fate of bridge that's a great way to put it i was just it, it was fun that's that's all I, I i don't have to i don't need shawshank redemption Every anime that I watch, sometimes I want fart joke the anime. Yeah, but and this is... isn't Shawshank Redemption. Like it, you well, know. You know the like, point I'm trying to make. Like no. I don't know if I know the point you're trying to make. I I have just so many. Like I know we're getting over fucking. I like Hannibal is like one of the fucking coolest dudes in history. He is so cool. And they there's like the one thing everyone knows about Hannibal is that he brought the fucking elephants over the Alps. That didn't even go well. They almost all died. It went very poorly, but like he did it. So props to him. And so they have the one throwaway joke to prove that they fucking Googled Hannibal and they were like, oh, you brought the elephants. And then they kind of lampshade it. And they're like, that's all anyone ever talks about. You have a whole scene where they're like learning like military tactics and stuff. Fucking Hannibal invented the double envelopment, right? That's him. That's Hannibal. That is like an all time classic military maneuver. And that's how he defeated Rome in like a massive battle where he did like a fake retreat with his center. And then the other sides of his army like pushed forward and enveloped the, um, the Roman centurions or whatever. Right. And like, that's like a huge tactical thing that he invented that gets used in war today. And like, you have moments where people are learning these things and you don't need to know a lot about Hannibal to know that he did that because I don't know a lot about Hannibal and I know that he did that. So, you know, like, I, I think that they're, I'm not asking them to have like read three fucking biographies about Hannibal. I'm asking them to add any amount of depth to the things that they're already doing in the show to accentuate the characters. That's like, fair. Yeah, that that's all I wanted. Instead, I I don't feel like I got any of that. They also try to make Gilla, Ga, Ga, whatever the freaking child murderer guy that was Joan of Arc. He talks about how he thought John was going to hell and he wanted to serve his lady forever, so he needed to ensure that he was going to hell. Now they don't talk about what he did in the show, but what he did was take a whole bunch of children, throw them in a dungeon, 
rape them, and kill them, and he was executed for it. So, like, they tried to make him seem like an honorable servant <laughs> because he... So he was like, oh, I gotta ensure I go to hell. How am I gonna do this? Will I, like, I don't know, like, take the Lord's name in vain, work too hard on Sundays or something? No, oh, what I'm gonna do... Yeah, yeah you, you could just too. kill yourself. That's a thing... A in, especially back then. Yeah. You'd be, you'd no, what I'm gonna do hell. is I'm no, going no, to... but he wanted to make sure of it. Yeah he, yeah, he really wanted to be sure. I'm gonna... Suicide is literally one of the... the he wanted to get like, the 100% the... sin, like, glitchless... Yeah, thing. like, because yeah, you can't so. even <laughs> confess the suicide because you're dead. So, like... Right, so you're going yeah, to hell. Yeah, so, but what does he do? He, he like, murders 50 children and, like, like, rapes them all and stuff and like oh boy like what an honorable man for doing that sorry cat, you know cat, what you we, we should we a, should switch this up oh cat you had a, cat had a very specific point well my point was already my point was already said by johnny so never mind oh okay well it's good we got johnny in then because johnny would have been sad um fire though i want fire to talk about things he liked about this because People like the show. It's got like an eight on Mal. It's not entirely bad. And a show can't just be bad because they didn't include the double envelopment. So fire. What do we got? <laughs> yeah. So I just want to play off uh, Pete's idea. The whole, sh I agree. A lot of these characters, they needed more death. But as Pete said, it's all about that action, which people just love. Isekai, it just sets it different. People were shocked by the beheadings, especially with the main character. There's a layer of strategy, not too much, but just the idea like with uh, Hannibal, where they're taking over the wall, and even though his communication skills aren't great, uh, Oda Nobunaga had the... What's the word? Uh, he figured out what he was saying by using the charms to make a stone staircase to go around the walls for the that tree. was dope i love that scene that or raspberries? uh that was uh with the hand movement the raspberries came later where oda's freaking out like oh my are we gonna get overrun and he's just like directing the raspberries on the ground uh hannibal is and oda's like wait a second hey yo bro check to make sure uh are they random movements or nah and i'm just like it just shows that there is a level of intelligence. Maybe not too much, but there is that, a that little. That is quite a stretch. I, well, I, I just think that, like, that's a hole they dug themselves in because, again, unless I'm... I couldn't find it, but, like, Hannibal didn't need to be, like, borderline, you know, like, dementia-riddled yeah. or whatever. Like, I, I mean, I, I remember that scene, and I, I, I did like that scene. Um, As they go further... And they start like launching their offenses and stuff. I think there are cool moments. A lot with Oban Obanaga. Is that his name? I don't know yeah. how to say it. Um, you know, I, I think that's cool. But there's also that scene where he does all of this strategic stuff, right? To try to like fight off um the end's army, right? And they're doing all the stuff, and then Gaius Del Reyes or whatever is like Hercules, right? He cannot be taken down. They're doing all of this neat tactical stuff that's brought in from their world, and then uh, freaking Butch Cassidy just shows up with a Gatlin gun and just like kills them. And it, it's like, like to me, it would have been cool if the tactical stuff had won, as opposed to like, lol, I have a machine gun. Which I guess there's like value in that. Maybe I don't know. I, I see. Like I think it undercuts itself a little bit. See. <sighs> One of the things that I uh, I felt that was kind of 
odd about it, like especially with, uh, I mean, not odd. One of the things that I actually liked about the show was honestly uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And this is this is only a talking point. This is only a positive for me because I watched the dub. Um, so when I started watching the dub, I got about to like episode four, which is where Bush Cassidy and Sundance Kid like get introduced, and uh, they start like shooting it, uh, shooting a bunch of shit. Uh, and one of the things that I really liked about it was that they like the dub had the had the uh, had their accents. And that actually made me feel a little bit more engaged. That actually made me feel like this was actually uh, something that I actually wanted to watch partially. And then they kind of were in the show for a little bit. And then they just kind of disappeared for the most part after a few episodes. And then I was like, okay, well, now it's got to be in trash. But, uh, like, other than that, like, that was probably the best part of the show for me until, like, maybe shoot maybe until the last two three episodes and that was pretty much it uh sorry Rebel, what were you uh, i was gonna say i was just gonna just say that the thing that I, one of the parts i liked about the show is just oda's realization of technology just with him being in a different time period and him being introduced to tech he's just like th- this could change the battlefield why haven't you been thinking of this? Like the whole, uh, the orbs that the Octoberists used. He's yes. like, this can send messages across the battlefield. You guys have just been sending reports. Or uh, like, again, with Butch's uh, machine gun, he's like, this can change the battlefield. We don't need troops anymore. We can just encamp. I just liked that realization of him experiencing that new tech he wouldn't have ever experienced in his life. Yeah. Um... I will say that was a very well done aspect of Oda, right? Where one of the things he's most known for, uh, yeah, at least when you when you just consider him in like a general, again, surface level perspective of Oda, one of the things that he was known for, obviously trying to conquer all of Japan, failing as well. He's known for that, but then also uh, for being very willing to to change his plans and willing to um, again invite new technology. So. Um, you know, the, the firearms and stuff like that, like him being fascinated by that actually fit the character, which was really cool. I will say again, like he was one of the few ones where it was just like, all right, this one was good, really well done. I wonder if it's maybe because he was Japanese, you know, maybe they felt more comfortable to write about him. Maybe that or the author, the original author felt more comfortable and more capable of writing him as a character. But, um, but again, that's where I, that was about it. At least that I saw with Oda. Um, but again, we can't know that for sure because, we like we've talked about before we these are historical figures who we've never experienced or known in our own lifetime so um what else did you like the rifle what was your other like big takeaway i'd say uh from this show like what was um what has you so high on it uh, other than uh, the, along we with along with the fact that uh this is hitler's kingdom they're trying to take over like miles said the main person that's portrayed as the antagonist is jesus christ <laughs> you say so you uh, that's one of the things that you like about it. i think I it's, like a, it. I think it's, it's great like, as i said like again anime or media that's just a touchy topic and they're just like Very. they don't they never say it's him but the it's heavy alluded it is him there are moments where he's like 
I try to save humanity, but I was betrayed. And on his arms, there are points where he could have been hung up on some type of item, yeah, nailed. The crucifixion. Yeah, yeah, he had the stig stigmata. Um, he uses a lot of biblical like terminology. Like he said, he while he's like torturing the dragon or whatever, he says the scales fall from your eyes too late. Um, and in Acts, whatever, like one seven or something, it says the scale or seven something because one is just the begat thing. Um, mm. but it says like the scales fell from Paul's eyes or something when he gets turned to the way of Jesus Christ. So Jesus, like, or whoever this character is, we don't know this character that's that totally could be Jesus. Um, you know, says a similar thing to what, you know, the Bible says when people are converted to the faith. Um, there, right. there are some cool He's not white, there. though, so he's not Jesus. He can't, he can't oh, yeah, be that's Jesus. Yeah, that's quite a joke. actually Middle Eastern. Yeah, that's the joke. That is, uh, <laughs> um, that is the joke. I'm sorry, that can I you tell a... I'm not white? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't see color, but... so no. <laughs> I hate everyone equally. There we go. All right. Uh, full circle. We're coming back. Jesus doesn't hate everybody equally. So there we go. Uh, I, also, like it. I actually kind of like Jesus' more. character. He protects the downtrodden races of like the world. Like, and he like helps teach them and like teach them like compassion and stuff. They're like mistreated people that he heals. And, you know, I, I think that's really cool. Um, Jesus hating all of humanity is like a little counter to like the message of the Bible. Um, a little but, bit. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, some might say the exact opposite. Um, but, you know, I think that if you're going to do this, yeah. then, like, at least having him be a champion for someone is, like, a neat way to do it. Um, mm -hmm. What did you guys think about the portrayal of the, the ends who want to destroy humanity because of, I guess them dying during conflict or something like that, right? It's like just revenge, like you said, revenge, betrayal, uh, or just a hatred, a seething hatred. Because you look at uh, one of the characters later on, Mutsuhide, who was the person that tried to kill Oda Nobunaga. Yes. Um, yeah, like my thought on that was like, and I guess it's actually good for how the shows do it. You can almost spin anyone to be either either faction. Um, you know, because a lot of these historical figures don't meet um, very pleasant endings to their lives. Um, you know, like Hannibal like lost a war Jesus. and then killed himself so that he wasn't... Mm -hmm. um, well, Jesus is an ends, right? I believe. Yeah. But like another thing, like uh, you just you don't know who's who because of how mucky everything is. Because in the beginning, uh, Oda's like looking at Hitler. He's like, "Is this a drifter?" And you hear from the girls say, "We don't know if he was a drifter or an end." And then later on, it gets confirmed he's a drifter. But prior, no one knew which side he was on. Yeah. That's like, and I mean, that's another, like, Hitler would have been a great fit for an end. You know, he died in his bunker, like, as Russia was knocking down the door and he killed himself. Well, like, technically in this timeline, he didn't die yet, so maybe that's why he was... He that's true. Well, if you're, yeah, you he would have not died, because, like, they they did a lot of the things where, like, we never found the body of people, ended up being drifters. Um, Like, the Japanese fighter pilot 
was like allegedly shot down like two weeks before World War Two ended. Quite the bummer for him. Um, but they never found his plane or his body. Um, the main guy's body was never found at uh, was Shinjogahara. Is that it? Or Shimazu? Uh, well, the battle, whatever the battle was. Um, I think Senjukahara is the, the Monogatari girl. Um, yes, she is. Yeah, the, the battle sounds similar. Oh, oh, Senjo, will Senjukahara be an end or a drifter? Hmm. It, we don't Seki, know how she died. Senjukahara. That's it. Of course, um, that's so close. If it was yeah. the battle of Senjukahara, I'd be way more into the anime, though. Our, our <laughs> argument would just fucking kill everyone. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Uh, just like a battle for Hitaki's heart. Um, who just pulls out a Glock or something, just kills everyone. But yeah, I think that I don't know. I, I kind of like I, I liked the ends a lot because they had powers that were related to how they died or who they were in real life, and I thought that added some of the depth to them. Um, that the Drifters were missing a little bit. It's sort of like how Fate does it. It's like uh, you know we can't add too much depth to this character, but you know they get something that's cool because like we know about that you know um so and i i don't know i i kind of like liked that faction and everyone was kind of a dick so i was like kind of rooting for the eradication of humanity in this world um i was like pretty pro that <laughs> uh, so honestly omasa like what i think is that there was like the drifters were we're kind of rooting for the like extinction of humans like in the first place like of course they were they were used they were helping the demi humans but for the most part they didn't really have that many humans on their crew except for like the uh except for like the 200 uh the thieves guild or whatever it's called uh the 200 the 200 like gay men uh and like they had the the drifters and then the October the Octoberists. But other than that, that was those were the only like actual humans they had on their team. Every other human, like, they were looking to kill. And it seems like like because of where they are, like they're going to either continue trying to kill those humans or they're going to like just say you guys, as long as you don't come near us, we're not going to kill you. But as soon as you step foot near us, we're going to cut your ass down. Like I, that's... I do think it's a little different because they specifically say, like, in the anime, the, the kingdom that they're fighting against, they don't specifically say humans unless it's, like, the elves. The elves are saying, like, the humans enslaved us or whatever. But, like, when the drifters are talking about it, they specifically say, like, is it Ort Orte or whatever, how you pronounce it? Yeah. They, they yeah, specifically no, say that they're fighting that kingdom. They're not saying, like, we hate humans. They're saying we are, we are fighting this kingdom. And so... Yeah, that's what I think as well. Like, I don't think they're... Sorry, no, it's just... It, that, that's like... It's not like the Drifters hate humans. They're just fighting that kingdom. But yeah. that's the thing. Like, uh, they continue to reference that they're going to fight. Uh, they're, the ends are trying to kill all of humanity. And yeah. humanity, of course, unless they are referencing, like, all... Anything with human in the name or anything that looks like a human or has the feelings of a human, like, they're specifically talking about humans. And I, and if you're talking about drifters, that's completely different. So you mean, like, like that the, the end's viewpoint is they want to kill all humanity. 
Um, and then the, the drifters that are on like uh, Oda's side is it's kind of like I, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. So I have this question for Fire, and I think it it goes well from the point Cat was just making. Like this is it's kind of like a three point conflict, and it sort of seems like the ends and the drifters could team up to destroy the empire. Absolutely. But they they don't. Is that explained just, ever, Fire? From the as I said, like. Nothing is like ever, uh, as I said, the between them, it's very mucky. Uh, mm -hmm. at least in the manga, there is one person that could potentially go over to the other side. But, like, if you look at uh, who is it, uh, Mutsuhide or uh, the other uh, Japanese person, they have questions to where their allegiance lies, whether they are a drifter or end. So, there is no really for some of them, it's not sure if it's established. Uh, as I said, with the Drifters, I think some of them, they are looking to protect humanity, but like with Oda's group, their goal isn't humanity. They just want territory. They want to take over stuff. They just want to fuck stuff over. So this is just them going after their own goals, which I think the whole point of uh, the guy in the hallway is to keep the world changing. Okay. Because, like, that is a thing that I thought was pretty interesting about the show, and, like, what you're describing there, I don't think that they delved into it as much as I would have liked, but maybe they do in the manga, or maybe they do, like, later on with the later chapters. But, like, the idea of you have these two factions of, like, out-of-worlders who are brought in, and you don't know who is allied with who, other than ends have supernatural powers, right? Like, drifters don't have supernatural powers. Um, and, but, like, the ability for one or the other to, I guess, like, cosplay as each other, or for them to work together and sort of have a fluid allegiance, um, seems interesting to me. Like, I like that idea that at any given conflict, maybe you get some you know, ends who join the drifters and some drifters who join the ends based off of like who they were in history and, you know, all of that sort of stuff, because there's, you know, that, oh, that overlap isn't always going to exist when you're pulling characters from such a diverse set of backgrounds. Um, and so they play with it, I think a little bit um, with that last guy, um, the Japanese general from like the 1800s who was like a, royal guard or something um but I, I i would like to see more of that and it is something that i think that the show does an interesting jobbing of like setting up as a way that that could be interesting they don't capitalize it on it on it quite yet but it would wouldn't be surprising to me if they did um because i was pretty intrigued by that my other thing is like the potential i can see from the show which not even the manga is there is two things one is that like the the ends they're pretty much a united front the drifters i'm hoping for when they actually meet up because we still got the fighter pilot and scipio with their own uh tribe and we got the uh armada the admiral who's been helping that merchant guild who's somewhere else if they were to team up i would see that actually happen the other thing is because both sides have personal history 
with uh, Mutsuhide and Oda, Oda Nobunaga, uh, the Archer guy for Drifters versus someone else from Enders, and Toyohisa versus the other guy. It'd be nice to see that development happen. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I would say that I think what might actually be the issue with the show when I think about it is that it's setting up something that's like pretty long and I want to know I want to hear from the other people who didn't didn't like it as much you know like Kat um, Johnny sounds like he's a little on the fence Pat as well like to me I, I think that the pacing of this and like how they set up things is like pretty slow but towards the end of it I thought they did an interesting job of setting up stuff, but it ends really abruptly before there's any sort of payoff. And I wonder if this, and I, I don't think it had the source material for it at the time, but it had, had been like a two core show. And it, if it continued at the trajectory that it was going on, I think I would have liked the show like a lot more because I think that there's interesting stuff that they set up. I think that they sort of dilly dallied around all of that. And because we only got these 12 episodes, there wasn't a payoff for any of that setup, And it just all felt relatively unsatisfying. Do you remember like when we did land of the lustrous, it was kind of like that where I felt like land of the lustrous was a great show. It's just, it needed way more content to answer the questions that were needed. And I think drifters is kind of in the same boat where there are a lot of question marks to the story where we end at. And I do think more content could answer those questions easily. And it, but it's just, just one of those things where if we're viewing it in the scope of 12 episodes, we, that's just how we're like rating our scores, I guess. So it's, it's kind of like that comparison of like, just with what we got, like, what do you think about it? And I do agree. Like there's a lot of just what, like, I don't understand the context because I wasn't given enough context. Yeah. I think the more that I talk about this, though, I, I do understand the hype that, like, you and <laughs> Fire have. Like, I don't share it, but, like, it, it makes more sense to me, I think. Like, because, you know, if, if you're just, like, watching this and you're, like, having fun and so you don't really ignore, like, care about what's happening in the first five or six episodes, you're just like, holy shit, a dragon and a plane are fighting each other. Let's fucking go. Damn um, right. Damn right. You know, that like powers you through like episode five or whatever. And then like, you know, around episode eight or nine, they actually start setting up interesting plot lines. And you're like, okay, like now we're really, you know, we're cooking with gas now. Um, you know, and then like that, that makes sense to me. Um, I think that I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it, part of it might be that I watch the show for Anime Club. When I watch things for Anime Club, I like sit down, I take notes, I do research you on think all more critically about it. Right? That's, I do because it's like thing, yeah. it's like our job to you know. Like, I sit yeah. down. I mean, I've watched plenty of bad anime that are like not bad anime, but like I don't know. I was watching Demon Slayer earlier today, but I wasn't taking any notes on it or anything, and like I had a fun time. You know, I'm sure if I sat down and thought about it, some stuff would have been stupid. But, like, you know, I was like, oh, my God, the water goes around the sword. <laughs> the girl with six arms. Let's go. And it's like, oh, so Sonoko or whatever her name is. Let's like, go. Roundhouse kicks the guy. That was cool. I like it when she roundhouse kicks people. <laughs> like, you know, so, um, like, that was, 
you know, so like I don't know if I if I had just like turned this on like one Saturday as I was hanging out, and I would, I might have just been like, holy fuck, a dragon and a plane fight each other <laughs> of all time, um, you know. But because I was like, okay, what's this person's name? Okay, I need to read the entire Wikipedia page about them, and then I like fucking learn Japanese history for this. I'm like, okay, let's learn how like you know these Japanese families work and how they pass down their castles and everything and it's just like none of that mattered and so like I guess yeah. it might be a little yeah. lucky but <laughs> no it's not know. that's it's... a completely fair thing I don't know I think uh it, it, well you expected too much but at the same time I don't know well it told it, me to it, a little bit though it it did for one and then also it that's how you, when you're watching a show that's how it should be too like I don't know like I don't think uh like saying, oh, saying you expected too much from a show—that's that's almost like counterintuitive because you should think of it as like, oh, well, it, it, I want this piece of art to be the very best thing that I've ever seen, or want it to be like, I, I, I don't know. I think that that's that's why, like, I, I, I understand your point because that's how I usually go into these shows, which is why I end up so critical about them or trying to find ways to be critical about them sometimes with, you know, some of the good ones that we've had too, where I've been like, Oh, I didn't like this, or I didn't like this aspect. When in reality, that was such a nitpicky little detail. But in this case, you're not nitpicking. You're, you're taking a very consistently promoted theme of this, which is that, Oh, these are based off of real people. And these are, um, you know, and they, what happened in them to them in their real lives affects how they are in this isekai. And then it didn't really fully deliver on that. Um, but yeah, I think we should probably move on to uh to I don't know, do we do best boy and best girl or I think best character maybe? Yeah, hmm. I think that's I think best character. Would be I don't best. think we maybe. have a lot of choices for girls in this show. Yeah, I don't know. I think what we could do maybe is best character and if you have like a second character you want to throw in as well. Yeah, that sounds good. Um but yeah, so Miles, why don't you start? Sure. Uh so best character uh Jesus Christ, the Black King. Um, I think he's a cool antagonist. I liked that I actually, we didn't get to see like a ton, but I feel like there's some gray there, right? Like he, you know, while the good guys are like freeing demi-humans and stuff, like dwarves and elves that are being enslaved, they're, I guess not even main antagonist, an antagonist of some sort. The person going against humanity, which includes the drifters, um, is like raising up these like you know other races that have been prejudiced against who weren't civilized and stuff like he was teaching them how to farm and everything um he's like i don't know i think that's neat uh i do have a best girl it's anastasia um she's she has like six lines uh but royalty aesthetic is dope and she didn't have enough lines for me to not like her so uh (laughs) best girl Oh, there we go. That 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 it suddenly makes more sense. All right, there we go. All right, uh, Cat, what have you got for best character? Best character for me is probably going to be Butch uh, Cassidy, mainly because of his accent, and that's only because I watched the dub. Like that's that's pretty much it. Second favorite character is is the kid, the Sundance kid. That's that's all I got. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. That's mainly because like their voice actors in the dub were great, honestly, and they weren't utilized enough because those were the only characters that I actually like, actually liked and borderline took seriously. Uh, everyone else, I was just kind of like, please get off of my screen so I can maybe see something else that's a little bit more intriguing. Um, needless to say that out of all the characters that we've seen, the main characters will probably be 
except for uh, except for the Archer kid. Uh, the main characters would be at the last, at the t- ass end of that list. So you really didn't like him. Mm-hmm. No, I, didn't. I liked Obanaga, but for the most part, I agree with you, Cat. Yeah. Except for Obanaga had the whole like boob bit with the girl. Exactly. I didn't like that. That was really bad. That was really bad. Yeah, that was so dumb. Yeah. Anime. Uh, Johnny, what have you got? All right. So my my best boy is my best boy is actually going to be uh, the elf kid that that the the drifters rescued in Shara, right? Uh, which one? Yeah, that's it's right. The main one. one. Yep. Yeah, the village so, like, leader. I thought he was. Oh, okay. I thought he was like the most sensical, sensical character in the show. Like the stuff he did made sense, sensible? and also I thought like he was a. Yeah, sense. I I can't speak English. Anymore. We we got we got what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, and also like he's like morally like a good person as well. Like he didn't want to kill the, he, even though he hated humans, he he didn't kill the human that like said he claimed that he didn't do anything. And also, like, he freed the dwarves, even though he's racist and hates dwarves for some reason. I don't know. And if I had a second character, I'm actually going to say Oda, just because, like, I thought some of the fights, like, that he, the strategy that he came up with during the fights were actually really smart. And, like, just how he did make sense. Like, for example, like, talked about dragging the cavalry into the forest to take them out with archers from inside the trees. Like, I thought stuff like that was really smart. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Rifle, what have you got? Yeah, so uh, I'm big brain uh, shonen over here. Uh, <laughs> main character, I just like Toyohisa. I loved his attitude. Uh, his thinking is just go forward and kill people. I just love the f- little bit where he's just in another world. He doesn't understand the language. and He's just like, listen, bro, if you can't speak my language, then just drop your head. Yeah. And he, he is very combat effective. Because as uh, the girl had said later on, this is the second time you used my spell to actually go after your enemies. Where the second time he trapped heavy armors and had them get exploded to pieces. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. I was just going to say, for second character, which I feel they have the uh, similar uh, mentality, would be uh, the pilot dude. Now she... Kano, I loved him in the dub because the thing I liked was his dialogue. Because for dub, I just like it when characters say fuck, bullshit, all of that. So as he's flying his plane, he just comes out of nowhere and he's just like, uh, clear the airways. What are you doing, Ryan? That drive that dragon over there. And I just loved his personality. It's a shame we didn't see more of him from the anime, but I just loved his personality. So you say from the anime, was he um, more prevalent in the manga? I don't know if you're a source reader or not. Yeah, uh, later on, he does uh, get added more, and he does tie into two of the characters, which I felt impacted more. That's interesting. All right, well, that's cool. That's cool to bit if you, in case, uh, you know, all of us are definitely planning on going and reading this after we uh, finish this club meeting. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's cool. All right, Pete, what about you? Uh, man, best character. I didn't, I didn't really didn't think any of these characters like really stood out to me as like a, like a good character, great character, but if I had to pick one, it's probably Nobunga. I kind of liked his comedy skits. I hated the boob jokes. They got 
I thought him saying it once was fine because that's what happens in anime. They always like they always have to like let you know the size of this girl's breast, whether she's flat or not. And so I expected the one boob joke, the fact that there was like fifteen is like really obnoxious and not funny. But I did think like the other interactions we had with people were uh, really well done. I really liked the scene with him and the dwarves explaining how to like um, essentially like make a musket out of iron for the first time and them just like looking at it and like talking about it. I thought that scene was great and he was like kind of like the leader of that. And kind of like a shout to like the second character that we didn't really talk about but it's like another religious theme that was added is Abe who is the leader of the Octoberus who is from what I'm kind of reading is based off of um he's some dude in Hebrew named Abraham and I'm pretty sure oh, that's dude. I'm pretty sure that's who it's based off of and he was like another like um chosen person of God um try to like guide people to like the Holy land for he is the for, considered the father of Christianity, uh, Judaism and Islam. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's who, uh, the main character for the Octoberists is based off of. And it's just like, I think that just ties into like the religious theme as well with Jesus being the dark Lord or whatever being Voldemort. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that, those are probably my two like characters that like kind of stood out for me. Interesting. All right. Well, so I have someone who is completely, uh, completely different from my, my favorite was, uh, and the main reason I like this one the most, uh, I guess I can explain right after it's, uh, Joan of Arc. I loved that, uh, the idea that, or the way they took her character, which was burned at the stake. So she suddenly that, that drove her insane, right. Or that made her go crazy. I liked that. I liked that fire became part of her kit. Or they say kit, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, powers, abilities, <laughs> like powers, whatever you want to say, like that's, pretty sick um i liked how she especially because once it's eventually revealed like the black jesus you know like it's just um she turned her back on christianity you know, flipped over her um the the crosses that were usually on her on her armor sets like i thought that was really cool i i just i i thought it could have been so much more could have been done with her i i, I really wanted more but um that, that she was still my favorite one uh just because of that uh, those like very very clever decisions that they made with her um capabilities and her personality i thought that that was really cool even if it did get a little overshadowed sometimes by you know crazy gills the right right there you know just murdering and you know torturing children um right next to her like you know, it, 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 yeah exactly yeah she was canonized <laughs> yeah 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 totally but yeah all right so i think that that wraps up our, our best best character art uh, stuff i don't know again there are other cool characters but i didn't care that much about them i was just like yeah whatever um but yeah well, let's move on to our final thoughts and our final score so miles why don't you kick us off sure uh drifters had some cool stuff it also had stuff that bores me um i'm not like big in anime fights i know a lot of people are so like if you like anime fights which is like a large part of the anime community take what i'm saying with a pinch of salt but I thought the show was pretty boring. I thought it set up some, like, interesting character dynamics, like, later on, and I thought that the plot got more cohesive later on, and so it definitely helped itself out. Um, uh, I think I'm going to give it a 5. 5 out of 10. Alright, a 5 out of 10. Okay. Um, Kat, what about you? So, personally, there were very small points of the show that I actually liked. Uh, Bush Cassidy the Sundance Kid. Two things that I actually liked. Uh, Joan of Arc. 
when she was a badass. That that was one thing that I actually liked. Uh, other than that, uh, not too much. Uh, I mean, like, if you were watching a dub, uh, I mean, of course, like, you'd probably like the dub a little bit better than the sub. But here's the thing. I did watch the dub, too. And if I continued watching the dub rather than watching the sub, uh, I mean, if I continued watching the sub rather than the dub, I feel like my score would have been would have been lower. And the thing is, if I did watch this when it first came out, this is what my score would have been because the dub would have been out. Uh, and because of that, I'm going to give it a four. Because bad. Yeah. Okay. That uh, makes sense to me. All right, Johnny, what about you? All right, yeah. So I agree with a lot of the things they said that were bad about the show. I thought the comedy was pretty bad. The animation, like, I can see the appeal. It's just not that appealing for me. So, like, for me, like, it wasn't nothing bad about the show, but, like, it also wasn't something good about the show. But it's just, like, I thought the fights were cool. This show, I could just turn my brain off and watch. It was really easy for me to binge. And because of all that, I'm going to give this a 7. Like, it's no masterpiece, but I enjoyed it, and, like, I could... I enjoyed watching it, so there's that. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you enjoyed it a little bit, at least, then you gotta give it something, right? Um, I, I can agree with that. Uh, Rifle, what about you? Let's uh, bump the score up a little bit. Let's hear it. I don't know about that. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. Uh, did, we, did we ruin your favorite show for you? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not <laughs> uh, I recognize the flaws. Like, the characters themselves could have been developed more, especially with Giles. It would have been nice to know more of his history instead of, oh, he's just dead now. Uh, but aside from that, I just enjoyed the action it had. I liked the heavy atmosphere that other anime of the genre isekai just don't have. I liked the premise of it, and I liked the progression of the technology, the skills that they introduce. And another thing that I'm sure a lot of you didn't like, I enjoyed the music. It was great for the action scenes, and I just really enjoyed it. Uh, a little thing, I've seen this show again multiple times, so it never loses its appeal to me. Uh, I'm comfortable giving Drifters an 8. An 8? Okay, you scared me for a little bit, saying, like, oh, maybe yeah. not. No, you definitely rose, raised the score quite a bit. Um, perfect. All right, Pete, what about you? Kaiwa's Rifle, I like just the absolute insanity that the show is. The fact that we are getting dragons versus tie fighters or whatever we're getting butch cassidy versus uh rasputin stuff like that is just that's like what makes it's like why i gravitate towards the medium of anime is because this would never be made into a tv show and that's like things that i really enjoy i thought the fights weren't so good i thought the art style was really cool at some points it was a little weird especially with like the count sometimes like how they drew his eyes were like they would like change his eye size depending on how zoomed in his face was. That was really weird. But like, I really enjoyed like the unique art style. I thought the CG was done really well, except for the scenes where they're walking, which were just so bad for some reason. It doesn't make any sense, but yeah, I thought this show was just like a really fun sit down action style of show. I compare it to like fast and the furious. If it was set in anime and I don't know, just bullshit crazy. That's what it was. Um, I, I think it's a seven. I think it was good. If more content came out, I would watch it. 
Uh, I'm not going to like rush out and buy the bonga or anything like that, but I thought this was a good show. I think a seven is a fair score. All right. Yeah. And uh, I'll echo a lot of the same points. I, I agree. I think uh, so. My final score is going to be a seven as well. I, uh, I feel pretty confident that that will not change no matter how much more or less I watch of it. So um, again, I, I, as a big historical guy, I'm, I'm never going to complain when history and historical figures, especially ones that were brought up like Oda, um, Joan of Arc, all these fan- fantastic people that have been written about and, and talked about for millennia, literal millenniums for some of them. Um, it's, it's cool. It's, it, it's something that I will always enjoy, but when it's not done extremely well, or it's not um, as, as detailed as I being a history guy might want it to be, that's where it's going to lose some points for me. So, but again, I, I, I think that, to complain about this show, like there's nothing that really was that heavily bad or or dislikable about the show. It was just there were there are a lot of missing things that I thought it could have done a lot a lot better with, or or had it had the potential to do that it chose not to. Um, that we talked about earlier, and I, but I, and it also just didn't have the um, just to have that like it factor, like fate. I I don't know why fate. Again, we'll, we'll bring it up again, but like fate has like that just that edge to it, right? Where the, uh, I don't know. I couldn't put it down with this show. It was easy to binge, but I also wasn't like like dying to know who won in the end or who was or or what the what was going to happen, who was going to survive, who was going to die, whatever. Like there just wasn't. I just didn't have that quite level, the same level of anticipation or anything like that. So um i think a seven is a pretty good place to put it um but yeah so averaging out those scores we end up with a 6.33 repeating which is uh so 6.33 that's about a point and a half or so lower than the uh mal average of a 7.93 uh so that's pretty interesting to see that uh normally we're pretty close to it we're pretty far off from the the mal score this time um but yeah, that wraps up our uh, our discussion of Drifter. So Miles, uh, you you know didn't respond to me. What what are we watching? Uh, I didn't we respond two to weeks you. From now, yeah, I know. So, it's killing me. The anticipation. We voted on some shows. Everyone, there were a few shows we voted on. Um, there was now and then here and there. There was Flying Witch, Megalobox, Devil's Part Timer, and a show called Pet. So, in third place, we had a tie. Between Flying Witch and Devil is a Part-Timer. Devil is a Part-Timer now has a, an unprecedented six legacy points. That's insane. It is a free first place. It almost won wow. via legacy points this week. Uh, but it didn't. In second place, we have a first-time contender uh, known as Megalobox. Ooh. Coming in in second place. Ooh. Oh, no. First place. <laughs> we're watching Pat, aren't we? Oh we're... my. We're watching Pat. Oh no! 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 Yes! Oh, I'm sorry, Pete. That that. Uh... Oh my oh, god. Yo, I think this Pet has got to be one of the lowest shows that we have. Pet has a six point four six. What is handshakers might be lower, and if her flag breaks might be lower. So if her flag breaks is a six point four two, which is real close. I think handshakers (laughs) is in the fives. 
Handshakers is a 5.31. So this is the second lowest show that we're going to watch that isn't a meme episode. And to be perfectly honest, If or Flag Breaks was kind of a meme episode. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was. It, it was. Like, it has was dominated it. Everyone agreed to support Has for one week. And <laughs> but yeah, Pet just naturally won. Um I don't know how. I, I really don't. I I don't I know either. <laughs> well Miles, Miles Miles intentionally threw his vote and then I voted for it because I was just like, Well, I don't care about anything else that's on this list, so let's see what happens when I throw my vote on this. And then I, I did not intentionally throw my vote. I yes, promised Kat that I would yeah, attempt yeah, to get yeah. Cat Pet to win, and that would include voting for it first overall. By throwing. Um, there we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, but Pet, pet Stop wins. the count. Um, oh, so like to, Too late to change anything. We are uh, stopping yeah, the count. Sorry, I had to throw a stop the count on meme, you know. Yeah, so, uh, Pete, you, you had to have attempted to watch this because it was a, it's a 2020 anime. Um, uh, how many was... episodes in Pet did you get? I didn't make it past episode one. Okay. I, I got to the point where I didn't even register it on my Mal. I okay. think I watched like the first episode or two and I dropped it. Okay. Nice. Well, we will be watching the hit I can't 2020 wait. anime pet. I can't wait. Um, Can we do x Oh, by the way, I know this is super random. I completely forgot. This is our two year anniversary. So if you're, uh-huh. if, oh, if, you're if you're watching us. Thank you. This is this is legit like the two year anniversary of the podcast. Of the I completely podcast forgot itself, yeah. of the podcast itself. We'll celebrate tomorrow because we have do we, do we think that Pet can dethrone Blood Blockade Battlefield? No, 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 no. Honestly, I don't think so. No, because the difference is Blood Blockade Battlefront tried to be a good show and just like I don't know. Pet knows it's we, bad. Does it? Well, I guess yeah. we'll find out. We'll yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, are yeah. going to find out, but uh, but yeah. So that that is a pet we will be watching on uh, July twelfth. Oh my god! Uh, if if any of us survive that long watching this show, uh, but now we will vote for our next episode, which would be the uh, or nominate for it to vote for the next episode, which would be the twenty sixth of July. So right in the the heat of summer, uh, does anyone have a nomination that they are just dying to get out there? Sure, why not? Cat's the sure. winner. Let him go first. What's your replacement? Yeah. Oh, be- Honestly, I Watch was not fucking voting for. By the way, I was not. <laughs> Don't test me. Um, I was not expecting Pet to win at all because that was the second time I put it in. Because first time you guys were like, Fuck that. I think the first time it got zero points. So it, yeah, and then it won. Uh, this time I'm actually going to nominate a show that i haven't watched like at like i've never even heard of it but uh it does seem to have a decent show i mean a decent score on mouth got a 7.87 uh it's called the eccentric family it came out in 2013 uh in fall of 2013 and it is it's supposed to be a slice of life comedy with demons, drama, and fantasy. It, it seems really interesting. So I thought that I would nominate it because in the off chance that Pet actually won, because I was ready to go in for the long one on Pet, now I don't have to, um, I decided that I was going to choose this one because also the second season is apparently even highly, even more highly rated. Okay. It looks like Natsumi's Book of Friends. 
that's the that's the vibe I'm getting from it. I should watch Natsumi's book. It's really good. I know. I, I all five seasons or whatever. Very highly. It's getting a movie. Like it's getting a movie this year. <laughs> like they're not done. All right, uh, <laughs> rifle. What about you? What have you got? He's got nothing. Your mic, your mic is muted. If you were talking right now, by the way, too. Move on. All righty. Must have disconnected or something. Um, what about you, uh, Johnny? What have you got? So, oh, well, that is unfortunate. But anyways, let's just uh, continue. That was Cat. Yeah. Yeah. He must have a uh, cat tripped on a wire or something. I don't know. Any- so, as most of you know, if you've been listening, I am the resident 12-year-old on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But in one month, I will no longer be 12 years old. I will be 13 years old. Woo! So, well, it's not exactly on. The next episode will be on the 26th. My birthday's on the 21st. Okay. So, So, as you know, we've had had a lot of people on this podcast have non-mated, like, some shows that they hold dear to their hearts. And then we're absolutely crushed. Like, non-fuck you. (laughs) And Rosario Vampire. And now they're hearing that. Oh wait, did we get? Did we get? He's he's doing Arimo. <laughs> no, I'm not no. doing Arimo. No, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am doing the anime that got me into anime that I first considered. Like this wasn't the first anime I watched, but the first thing I watched was I considered it an anime. I'm going to nominate Teasy Master Takagi song. Okay, which is the first anime I ever watched. And I'm ready for it to be absolutely destroyed if it gets nominated. I love, I love it. it. I like the show. Okay, Teasing Master Takagi-san is thrown in there. Now we lost uh, Rifle. We'll see if he's back in a second. Gigabit, if possible, my wife and I went out. Okay, Rifle is nominating Gigabit. Giabate. Whatever. It's considered like a top. Yeah, like the three worst animes ever made. X-Arm, Giabate, and Mars of Destruction. Yeah. The big three. Wow, that's going to be terrible to watch back-to-back with, um... Or, uh, or like, two weeks after having to watch Pat. Um, Pete, what have you got for your nomination? Is it called Diabolic Lovers? That one's also just trash. Um... He typed it in our, uh, in our chat. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that, uh, Megalobox was got second because i have nominated in the past before and never got top three so i i'm debating if i actually want to but i think i i think after watching something like pet i want to watch something fun and you're switching up your nomination i'm gonna switch up my nomination and i'm gonna stick with the drifting theme and i believe this is the first show i ever recommended on watch club i'm recommending girls un ponzer yep and we're gonna do some tank drifting, baby. This is the worst. But list okay, yeah, this is a, this is honestly a bad list. Giabate is gonna win. This is, this is just a shit post. Girls Udpazer looks fun. Uh, it has isn't even here, so like it has like a seven point five on Val. Like it's not like wow, that is, the, is girls in Ponder the uh, the one where they are like it's a slice of life with a tank. It's the it's or? the um, it's a sport where you tank battle like a high school sport of tank battling. 
So it is not what I was thinking, and now I am not voting for it. The okay. Genres action, military, sports, and school. Wait, I thought it was the Nazi girl, or was that the other show? What? No. There's a show about what? Nazi girls? I, I, I don't know. I just heard about this somewhere. I don't fucking know this. Um, Alright, okay. cool. Miles, what have you got? Uh, Well... You know, I, I was thinking about re-upping, but what we're doing here, what this is, is apparently we're doing mutually assert destruction. Rosario Vampire Season 2. Let's oh. go! Big! Oh big! That is a big I, domination. I, I may just have to forget it, to vote. It, uh, it, embrace the meme, Pat. It nominates something that's garbage. Um, gosh. I mean, it's going to be Johnny's birthday. Might as well. Give give Johnny uh, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> for him. <laughs> oh man. Well that change you know what? I was gonna go on a nice little little rant about how Netflix finally picked up something that I've been wanting to watch for months, for years of my life. And that would be the live action Raruni Kenshin movies, because that would have been a sick thing to do for Watch Club, I thought. But no, I can't nominate that with the rest of these. I also did, I was going to ask you guys if you'd be okay with me nominating that as well, because it's kind of like borderline anime, kind of anime, kind of not. Um, now I need to, all right, I'm literally going to go to my plan to watch. Uh, I'm going to sit here. Conversely, if you do now and then here and there, there's never been higher odds of it winning than really? whatever the fuck just happened. I'm, because yeah. I, I'm in that boat Does where that I mean... want to, to, to up it, but the problem is... Yeah, is the problem that if it loses to this swath of shows, you will be crushed forever? Well, that's the thing. It's really high that it would lose to these because everyone's going to look at it and be like, oh, this is a shitty show. That's a shitty show. Oh, uh, whatever. That's a good show. I don't don't care. And then then, like keep reading. I don't know. We'll do it, though. Let's see. Now and then here and there, we haven't let not having a place to watch a show stop us in the past either. Um, So, yeah, we'll see. Move. It was so, it was an um, Amazon Prime like eighteen months ago. My bad. Eighteen months so, ago. When it was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was there once. Um, I mean, Pet is on Amazon Prime, so. And I will be wa- <laughs> I will be watching it. I will be watching it there. Uh, we'll see if this one is on Amazon. I'm pretty sure it is, but we uh, we'll see. So yeah, we'll do now and then here and there. Maybe eventually someday that'll actually use legacy points pat i do want to say i have voted for it every single time you've nominated it i appreciate it um i have the vast majority not every single time but the vast yeah i guess so i don't know i guess we i need to start working on johnny rifle and has a little bit more with this so yeah i I nominated no 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 you can miles can confirm every time i'm nominated i've i've nominated so many times i just write pat's show Fair enough. All right. Right. I, well, then I don't know how it hasn't won yet. You guys are there's some someone one of you is lying to me, and that's okay. We'll figure it out off the podcast. Um, but yeah, so thank you uh, so much for listening to us talk about drifters, and now getting us ready to talk about pet. Oh my god, I still can't believe I just said that. Woo! Uh, Pete, please take it away. And uh, yeah, so because I forgot, I'm gonna say next episode is our two year anniversary episode, which is actually, if you made it this far, tomorrow, because we're gonna be doing the Wonder Egg Priority Special. Um, the finale, the one hour special, ends t- airs tomorrow, so we're gonna be discussing that. So if you're interested in that, check that out. And then I will also be releasing the spring 2021 review on like Saturday because I'm going on vacation. I'm gonna be in Vegas, so I'm gonna be dropping an episode early, so. Stay tuned for three episodes. If you made it this far of the podcast, please like, comment, subscribe, 
uh, review whatever you whatever platform you watch us on or listen to us on. Um, and our socials are in the link tree below. You can follow us on Twitter. You can join our Discord. If you like physical manga, we are affiliated with Books A Million and they are having a buy two, get a third free. If you use the link, you help support the podcast. It's great. Um, other than that, if thank you so much for listening. I had a lot of fun with our Drifters conversation. I hope you did as well. And we will see you in two weeks for the critically acclaimed anime <laughs> pet. So we will see you then.